You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Utes, your daily podcast focused on all things Utah athletics. That is the brown bear himself, the real brains behind this operation. Brian, what is up, my friend? How are you? Jake, I am so happy to be here tonight. I cannot tell you. I know everybody's going to be listening to this in the morning. I'm just I'm just bursting with excitement right now. Absolutely. We got a lot to talk about on this podcast. We're going to talk uh, we're going to do a little bit of an NFL preview, the playoffs coming up. There's a number of former Utes that'll be playing in games. Some of them going to head to head, and that's that some interesting clashes that could happen on the field we'll talk about. We're also going to talk about some coaching rumors out there involving the Utah football program, and of course, we'll run down everything else going on in Utah athletics. There's always plenty to talk about. I've had people ask me all the time, Brian, about people like, "Well, how do you guys really come up with content for 5 days a week?" You'd be surprised. And you you know what? We are going to talk a lot on today's podcast. What do you say? Should we get going here? Me talk, me fail English. That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. Well, good, good call on that. All right, let's break into it here. Let's kind of run down the roadmap of where we're going today. So without further ado, let's go. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for January 5th, 2021. Once again, welcome into Locked On Utes, your daily podcast focused on all things Utah athletics. My name's Jay Catch. That is Brian Brown, the brown bear himself. A big thank you once again for joining us here. A reminder for you guys that this podcast, we like to make sure you guys are up to date on everything involving the Utes. That is our goal each and every day with this podcast. Make sure if you haven't done so already, hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And we will make sure that you guys are always up to date on all things Utah each and every single day. Make sure to leave us a rating and review. And as Brian says, five stars only. That's all we want. Uh, Just a little bit of a background on us. Brian and I both work at the Zone Sports Network together as producers over there. Brian, in addition, also is a contributor at UteZone.com. By the way, if you're not subscribing to UteZone.com, uh, you probably should get on that because the guys over there, including Brian, Steve Bartle, Michelle Bodkin, the whole team over there, absolutely phenomenal. And this is just a supplement, I think, to the work that they're doing over there as well. This is, you know, an easy way where I can introduce people to the shenanigans that go on at Ute Zone every yeah. single day. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a nice chunk of your day. You can listen to us talk here about things that are going on there. And, and let me tell you, man, there's always discussion going on there. There is. And there's plenty of discussion on this podcast. So let's break into it here, Brian. Let's talk first off about some coaching rumors. Obviously, the silly season is upon us, both in the NFL and the college games have been going a little bit longer than this, obviously, with their season ending a little bit earlier. It was Black Monday yesterday in the NFL with a lot of coaches losing their jobs, GM moves happening etc so plenty going on on that front but there's an interesting rumor out there and it involves a coach at a local school who well let's put it this way he's embroiled in a little bit of a of a kerfuffle i guess with the university that let him go and that is the man the myth the legend frank miley at utah state this is a guy, speaking of Coach Miley, he is a Utah State man through and through and left Utah State under, I guess, less than amicable circumstances considering there is a pending lawsuit for him 
at the university involving the, the university president and some comments she made about his religious as well as cultural background. But it sounds like he may not be traveling far from Logan for his next gig if some of the rumors out there are to be believed, Brian. Yeah, it, it's something that we've heard. It's not anything I've been able to confirm with any actual sources that are, in, you know, related to the university or the program up there. Um, but the thought process would be that Miley would join the staff at the university of Utah as an, an assistant, an off the field assistant, sometimes called a quality control assistant. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't actually be in the building or on the field coaching, uh, but he would be assisting in, in meetings and game planning and things like that. Film review. We see this happen a lot at programs like Alabama, sure. uh, Clemson, the, the bigger SEC schools with those massive budgets where coaches who are either in between jobs, you know, mm-hmm. Aaron Roderick is a great example of yeah. BYU. Mm-hmm. When he was let go from the university of Utah, he spent a year at BYU in a similar role before he was hired on. And so I don't think there's any expectation that they're going to have changeover with the coaching staff at the university of Utah. But what there is, is, is a potential for him to come in and spend some time, stay in state, work with the program. He's well known with the coaching staff there. He's well known within the community, just across the community of Utah. Like you mentioned, there is a lawsuit going on uh, with Utah state university. I don't know much about that, but the way that you set it out where he can stay here, he doesn't have to travel anywhere. He can still stay involved and invested in, in the job that he loves. And I think we both can confirm that Frank Miley is a football coach. It's what he loves. It's what his passion is. He's incredibly passionate about it. Um, you know, he had a really rough go of it at Utah state this year, Yep. but I don't think that was all his fault. And so in terms of adding a good, football mind and someone who is respected in the football community i think this goes really far for the university of utah if it does happen yeah and that that's the biggest thing is this is all conjecture and rumor on our part at this point but if you can get frank miley in an analyst role i guess in essence at the university of utah that is a great pickup for kyle whittingham and his staff frank is a great coach he is of course a guy who was born and raised here in the state of utah he's been at utah state in multiple stints had hopes of landing the head coaching job there in logan but if you can get him at in salt lake city with the utes working in an off the field role as he tries to kind of figure out what his next step is going to be that would be a home run higher, I feel like, because it would scream to me that Utah is kind of following the lead of, yes, the, the Alabamas, the Clemsons of the world, even in LSU, et cetera. They, when these programs, yes, they have their 10 on-field assistants, but they have a legion of what they call quality control assistants or analysts behind the scenes who are doing plenty of good work in their own right. And Frank Miley, that's a fantastic hire if you can get him in that type of a role. Yeah, I agree. It, it's a guy that knows his football. He's been around. He knows the people in, in and out of the state. He can be a conduit for the program in that regards. It, it's more of a contracted position. Uh, they don't have to pay him a full salary. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say it like that. You're not paying a coach's salary, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and they do have plenty of, of assistants that have helped out in the past. And um, so it's, it, it's also a move that I think is very indicative of the kind of person that Kyle Whittingham is in that there is someone who is in need of an opportunity and Kyle is providing the best one that he can. 
And yeah, the, this is a coaching community that's pretty tight knit in this state. And I guarantee that Miley and Kyle Whittingham know each other at some level. So yes, this could be him just reaching out a helping hand to a fellow coach who is in need of finding a gig. And I, I think it'd be a great hire. Miley has got a wealth of knowledge from his time as a defensive coordinator. He's been an interim head coach in multiple stints at, the, at Utah State University. He is just a wealth of knowledge. And if you can get him into a into a role where yes, he's not an on-field coach technically, but he can do a lot of the work behind the scenes to help bolster what Utah's doing already. The things are doing right, especially defensively along that defensive line, which seems to be his specialty. I think you you, you could do a lot worse than bringing a guy of his caliber onto your staff. Yeah, and it makes sense from his side as well. It's an opportunity to to get on at a big program and see what changes have been made and, and get a look from the inside as to how they operate and everything like that. If there is a job that comes up down the road once his you know litigation or whatever it is that, that happens with you with Utah State is is completed. You know, there's he's in the building already. He knows ins and outs. It's a perfect opportunity for him to slide into a role. And and I do think that there are going to be coaches on staff at the University of Utah that have opportunities to go elsewhere. Now, whether or not they choose to go is is a completely different story. Sure, but it could also be at a different institution in state. So, uh, it, it's one of those. It's an interesting conversation to have when you look at the the benefits, the pluses and minuses. Um, but I think for the most part, this one would just be a win win for everybody. Yeah, he does have previous Power 5 experience, having coached the defensive line at Vanderbilt, so he does have a little bit of the experience in the SEC, but true. the vast majority of his career has come at Utah State in multiple roles, so I think this would be a great hire. We'll see, and let's be clear about this one more time, folks. We're not saying that anything is imminent. We're not saying that he's going to be hired by the time you hear this podcast. There's just there there's rumors out there, and we wanted to address those mm-hmm. on tonight's podcast. I do want to stick with the football theme of things, though, Brian, and talk about the NFL. NFL. Former Utes in the NFL ready for the playoffs this week. The wild card round of the playoffs coming up on Saturday and Sunday. Triple headers each day. And there is plenty of representation from the University of Utah in all of those games. We'll get to that here in just a moment. But before we do that, let's talk about our good friends at betonline.ag. Brian, one thing that I've actually noticed with betonline.ag, I actually wouldn't sign up for my account. Uh, I, I'm going to use that welcome bonus. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But what I love about betonline.ag, it's got every single line slash prop bet you could possibly ever imagine. And guess what? If they don't have it, I think they'll make it for you if you ask for it. That's the great part about it is you could request to make any kind of bet that you want. And maybe you have a hunch about something or maybe you've been watching a certain team and you're noticing a pattern. And so that's a way that you can go to them and say, hey, I want to make it this angle. And they'll say, sure, we've got an idea of what we can do with that. And so what I think it does is it just engages you more, man. It makes it more exciting. Like sometimes being a fan can be limiting in the terms of what the reward is, right? Sure. And this is just one more way that you can get that reward. Yeah, so go to betonline.ag, sign up for your free account now, and when you make your first deposit, they will give you a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's, once again, 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. Folks, this is the best place to do your sports betting. Payouts are fast and easy. They'll take care of you guys. And the best part is they have, like I said, every single sport covered for you no matter what your interest is so once again go to betonline.ag sign up for that free account use that promo code locked on get that 50 percent welcome bonus make sure you check out bet online they are your online sportsbook experts 
Brian, we just talked a little bit about our good friends at betonline.ag. I want to remind everybody, make sure you check out the, a brand new podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network called Locked On Bets. It's a daily podcast, quick hitting, 10 to 15 minutes, and it's got your insight into the sports betting world. This weekend, obviously, the NFL playoffs are upcoming. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in depth here in a moment. But Lee Sterling and your boy Q co-host this great podcast, and they're going to help you guys win money in the sports betting game. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. That's our good friends over at Locked On Bets. All right, Brian. Now, with the NFL, the wild card round of the playoffs upcoming this weekend, Utah's got pretty well represented in the playoffs. I know that there are 18 other teams that are out of the playoffs. There's 14 left. But the Utes, well represented across this playoff field. Yeah, I think the the marquee matchup for the University of Utah with their pro youths is is Indianapolis versus Buffalo, where Julian Blackman has had a phenomenal rookie campaign. I think he's a, a potential uh, defensive rookie of the year candidate, and he'll face off against Zach Moss on the other side of the ball. So a little bit of old practice rivalry for the youths going into the playoffs. We saw them tweeting back and forth at each other. Sure. Zach with the see you on Saturday tweet to, to Julian. Uh that's got to be fun for them, man. Like that's the part about it where I think as a fan, you're excited to see guys play and do well. I think for those guys who have come from a program and shared so much together, it's a really cool and, and a neat experience for sure. And the funny thing about this is many people probably think, yeah, these guys probably went head to head and practice every day. In all reality, that was actually probably a rare event to see Julian Blackman going head-on with Zach Moss in practice at the University of Utah. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but rarely do you see the ones go versus ones in practices at the collegiate level. But the nice part is, yeah, these are two guys who are very familiar with one another, already having that banter back and forth online. I'm looking forward to this matchup. I think Indianapolis has had an up-and-down year. Meanwhile, Buffalo, they look like one of the, I think, probably five best teams in the NFL if if I'm looking at my favorites for the Super Bowl. But I'm excited for this matchup. I think these are two offensive-laden teams, and they should have a lot of fun when they match up on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be a really fun matchup. Two very explosive offenses. Uh, The old gunslinger in Phillip Rivers, I I guess really technically the gunslinger is is Brett Favre, but maybe the grumpy old dad in Phillip Rivers (laughs) and and the brash young uh, exciting dude in, in Josh Allen, two great running backs, you know, two rookie running backs too, and Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. So it, fun game. I think it'll be fun to watch too, because I bet that there weren't a lot of times where Julian could tackle Zach. And so, you know, he's going to have a little lecture for him, for his buddy, nothing dangerous or dirty, but just it, there, there's that extra bit of juice in the rivalry for sure. Yeah, the only one disappointment in this game is the fact that Starlo Tulele, who opted out due to COVID concerns before the season, will not be playing in this game. It would have been nice to see a third Ute on the field in this matchup. But nonetheless, looking forward to that matchup. Where should we go next, Brian? I think the next most intriguing matchup to me in terms of former Utes is the Washington football team uh, going or hosting a home playoff game against the Tampa Bay Bucks, <laughs> And I think... I, for whatever Washington fans that are listening, I'm with y'all. I love y'all. I don't think it looks great for your squad, but it is a tremendous accomplishment for Alex Smith to have made a playoffs after everything he's gone through. Uh, A lot of people are saying that the comeback player of the year award should be named after Alex. Uh, I'm not the kind of person that, that would decide that kind of thing. I'm not one who knows that kind of stuff, but what I do think is very 
you know, intriguing to me and, 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 and so many other people is just how far he's come. Yeah, well, and that, that's the thing about it. And the really cool thing, I don't know how many people probably saw this on social media, is that his wife had his leg brace that pretty much held his leg together there for months on end, it felt like. She had it remade into a makeshift Lombardi trophy. The second that he stepped onto the field to take a snap for the Washington football team, it was the comeback player of the year was cemented. Just to see what he has done. And now he's leading his team into the playoffs. And funny enough, I think they actually have a decent shot against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know that Tom Brady's on the other side, etc., in that game, but there is plenty to watch for in this game. And in addition to that, Jared Norris, a former linebacker from the University of Utah, he's also playing for Washington in this matchup. So there are two former Utes there, but yeah, the real headliner is Alex Smith. Yeah, three actually with uh, Nate Orchard as well. Oh, or, I or about no, him. he's he's with Tennessee now. Sorry, okay. I think that was a, a, a Jover. My bad. Uh, hard to keep track of the, those guys sometimes, but um, you know, was with Washington to start the season at, sure. at the very least. So um, yeah, cool cool opportunity. I, I think in the '80s there was probably some back and forth between you know the Washington football team logo and what the University of Utah adopted. Uh, that's not my forte. <laughs> talking about that kind of stuff. So, right. but you know, like we talked about, it's a cool story. And, and I think the Alex Smith part of it is, is really interesting to me. I'm, I'm going to be excited about that. The, the trophy that his wife made was actually pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's turn our attention real quick uh, to the Seattle Seahawks. They've got a big matchup, an NFC West, I guess, rematch against the Los Angeles Rams on Saturday. Uh, Terrell Burgess was playing for the Rams earlier this year, but was put on injured reserve with a broken ankle. Disappointed to see his season ended so early, but on the other side of the field, you got some good players playing for Seattle in this one. I think my favorite is is Cody Barton. I have been a big yeah. fan of him and his meteoric rise up uh, to being a contributor on the Seattle side. They also got Marquise Blair on that side of the ball as well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate that Marquise won't be able to play in this game with the leg injury he sustained earlier in the year, and we wish him the best. But I, I do. I'm with you, set for set, Jake. Cody Barton is the epitome of grit and toughness. He's a guy who came into the University of Utah really heralded. Comes from a football family. There's you know another Barton on the way in Lander. <laughs> who my expectation is he'll be a Ute, but he will be an incredibly highly rated recruit, uh, highly pursued. Uh, you know, older brother Jackson played at the U. Sister. Uh, Danny Danny. played volleyball. It was a volleyball star at the University of Utah. So they are used through and through. Um, Other side, looking at the Rams, obviously Terrell Burgess was getting some run, season-ending injury, very disappointing. But a late-season pickup in Matt Gay for the Rams as a place kicker has paid some dividends for him. Uh, Good to see him get another opportunity. It does feel like the place-kicking position at Tampa Bay might be a little cursed. Um, So if it does come down to something last minute, it's going to be weird to cheer for Matt, but also kind of want to see the Seahawks do well. I think that's the conflict, but there's enough Seattle fans that I'm sure there will be plenty of people that will be pulling for him to miss that one. (laughs) That's that's actually a fair point, but we'll see what happens with that one. Before we flip back over to the AFC real quick, I wanted to talk about the final NFC wildcard game, and that is the two seed uh, facing the seven seed. And in the two seed, we've got the New Orleans Saints. Marcus Williams uh, really just been reprising his role all year long as their star defensive back in that secondary. They've had a very strong season defensively. The fun 
fun part is, is that Chase Hansen last week, due to some COVID issues with that team, was elevated to the active roster. It remains to be seen if he will be left onto the active roster for the playoff run upcoming. But that's nice to see both those guys on that side of the ball. And then on the other side of the field against them, Jalen Johnson, yet another rookie having a standout campaign for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and and it's what a surprise. It's more defensive players that the University of Utah is showcasing. But what it is is it's players that have really helped their teams get into the playoffs. Now, are the Bears a real potential, you know, NFC champion team? Probably not. I think anybody who's paid attention to anything in the NFL knows what's happened with the quarterback position there. Uh, They've sustained some injuries. The offensive line has been uh, leaky at best, but they have a stellar defense. And and in the playoffs, we know it's about defense and run game. And if the Bears can do something like that, maybe they can pull off the miracle. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of people in the state of Utah that will be invested in that game as always, because both sides of the rivalry have a rooting interest. Um, you know, one way or another. Absolutely. All right, let's wrap things up with the AFC, Brian. Where else are we going here? Yeah, so we have you know, Ravens at the Titans, like I mentioned. Um, Nate Orchard on the practice squad down there in, in Tennessee. Not likely to see any action. Uh, Tyler Huntley has been elevated to the active roster for the Ravens. The, the odds of him actually seeing time in that game, pretty slim. Uh, to to maybe even none at this point. You know, I think that Lamar Jackson, barring any kind of uh, number two situations, will, will, will definitely stay in that game for a while. And then, you know, we have the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, Brian Allen currently on the depth chart for the Browns at corner. And that pretty much wraps up uh, this round for Utes in the NFL playing in the playoffs. I think the nice part is you look at this across the board, Brian, there's a very high likely likelihood that a one or maybe multiple Utah, former Utah stars could win a Super Bowl this year. That's the fun part about this. If you're, if you're a Utah football fan who kind of tracks guys as they move on to the pro ranks, they are spread across the league here. They're on multiple teams, multiple playoff teams. So the nice part is, is it's, it's more than likely, in my opinion, that you will have somebody that is one of your own figurative they'll be able to root on as they try and chase a Super Bowl title together. Okay, go ahead. Perfect. Yeah, for somebody like me who who doesn't really have an NFL team that he roots for, it's it's following those guys in the NFL that have moved on from the University of Utah. This is an exciting opportunity. I get to have a rooting interest throughout the playoffs, uh, and, and you hope that it makes it all the way to the Super Bowl. And it's good for the program, for recruiting, for everything else, when those players play well in, in important opportunities. I think Marcus Williams will forever be immortalized for a bad play that he made in the playoffs against Minnesota. But at the same time, there are stories like Alex Smith and, and they reference that he was at Utah. And, and as you're listening to broadcast, it spreads your brand. Now, is it a Darren Ravel moment where he's going to tell you exactly how many dollars were made off of a mention of your university? No, but the more that you can be recognized for the fact that you are putting NFL players into it, the more intrigue you build with other fan bases. I went on a radio station in Baylor and people there are intrigued about the university of Utah because of, uh, the, the Charlie Brewer transfer and, sure. and that kind of thing just helps to spread the recognition of your program. Now, you know, is it going to make the difference for everybody? No, but it's also fun for the fans.
Absolutely. We're so, all about fun. Yeah, we're all about fun. Yeah, we're team fun here. Hashtag team fun. No team doubt fun. about that. And we'll track this throughout the run of the upcoming playoffs. We're looking forward to seeing how these former youths do. So we'll have that covered for you each day here on the podcast. But coming up here in just a moment, we'll catch up on some of the news and notes involving Utah athletics. I actually got a bevy of emails involving Utah gymnastics today, Brian. That means the Red Rocks, they're on their way back. We'll talk about all that stuff here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, Brian, this is a company I'm familiar with from my work previously with the Lockdown Podcast Network, but a brand new sponsor to you, and that is our good friends at rockauto.com. Based on their name, what do you think rockauto.com does, Brian? If if I were somebody who was confused about something like that, I would think that they rock automatically every night on the stage like our buddy uh, Johnny Lightfoot, right? <laughs> Absolutely, no. They're a little bit different than that, though. So good good call on your part, but rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers for online for 20 years. What it is is rockauto.com. They are your online resource for any part your car, truck, or SUV will ever need, and I mean that sincerely. You can go to rockauto.com, look up your car, give them the model, the year, the color, etc., and tell them what component or part you're looking for, and they'll bring up Every option that's available to you, and the best part about it all, Brian, it's all wholesale. You can't get a better price if you're a a dealer or a mechanic at rockauto.com. You get the same prices regardless if you're a consumer or a professional, and it's also delivered directly to your door. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of getting the parts that your car, truck, or SUV ever needs, and it just makes it easy, plain and simple. They streamline the entire process. It's it's a company that I've used before, Jake. You know, someone like me, where you're trying to break into the business, you're trying to save money, you're spending a lot of nights and weekends uh, working to 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 get by. Uh, I use them all the time to to fix my whip. It's uh, they have everything that you need. It is a one stop shop. Highly recommend them. Their prices are nearly unbeatable. Like like you said, just the perfect place to go for um, you know unique whatever you need. Yeah, no matter what you need for your car. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, your SUV. Make sure when you're there, though, you write in Locked On and How Did You Hear About Us box. So that, that that way they know that we sent you from right here on Locked On Utes. Amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the podcast, Brian, let's talk a little bit about what Utah fans can look forward to this week with regards to seeing the Utes in action. I think the nice part is, is now that we've kind of turned the calendar to 2021, more and more sports are going to start coming onto the calendar. We've got both men's and women's basketball in action, uh, the Red Rocks, women's gymnastics coming on the schedule. Run down for our listeners, Brian, where they can see the Utes in action this week. Yeah, the next thing coming up on the hill is going to be a basketball game for men's basketball against Oregon State. That'll be at the Huntsman Center. Unfortunately, no fans. As we know, that game is January the 6th. Tip-off is at 9 p.m. That'll be, uh, I believe that'll be on the Pac-12 network, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, uh, ESPN. Uh, I'm guessing it's ESPN3. Um, but... Uh, it'll be a good chance to see, you know, what kind of work the university of Utah's put in and they'll get two big tests this week when they'll get Oregon state and then Oregon again on Sunday. Um, in between that, you'll have men's and women's swimming and diving. We'll have a meet, uh, in Salt Lake city. They'll also have another one in, in Provo with BYU. So something to look forward to women's basketball. will play on January the 8th in Los Angeles at USC. 
And then, like we talked about, the Red Rocks are going to take to the mats on January the 9th at 7 p.m. That one will be on BYU TV. I think the fun part about this, Brian, let's all let's make the provision here. This is all COVID pending. Any of this, it feels like anymore. We need to put that, I guess, disclaimer out there. Is any any and all of these matchups could be uh, disrupted and or postponed slash outright canceled if COVID concerns pop up. The hope and prayer is that all of these go off without a hitch. It's fun to see your team in action. Uh, I, I can speak because I also host the Locked On Cougars podcast on the BYU side of things. The BYU men's basketball program, Brian, is going to go nearly three weeks without a game right now due to COVID concerns with other programs within the West Coast Conference. It, it, it's one of those things. It's just this this COVID pandemic has affected all of our sports viewing lives, and here's hoping that this week it doesn't affect Utah in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's one of those things where you can't really predict anything. You've always got to just kind of stay on top of things, even if as, as a fan where, you know, there may be a stretch where they miss a game or two. I think the University of Utah basketball team was lucky in that it seems like they've been able to keep it under control and, and their early brush with an out, outbreak has kind of set them on course to be okay. But like you said, it's not always in your hands. And so you're always hoping that other teams don't deal with that issue. And until we can really get a resolution on this whole thing, it's just what we live with. But we'll stay grateful to have sports um, a, Sorry, that Oregon State at Utah game will be on ESPNU. Okay. And then also on ESPN3 or ESPN Plus now. Well, we will track all of that, break it down for you all week long. We'll be back tomorrow with another, what I'll call, award winning edition of Locked On Utes. I can guarantee that, Brian. We've got to be up for some kind of award at some point. We're just going to. There's no other podcast on the planet like Locked On Utes now, is there, Jake? No, there is not. So we'll be back tomorrow with another edition. Make sure to follow the show on social media at Locked On Utes on Twitter. Follow Brian's work at Brown Bear SLC. You can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. And if you'd like to weigh in with the show, comments, concerns, etc., via email, please email us. LockedOnUtes at gmail.com is the email address. Well, with that, for Brian, I'm Jake. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for January 5th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.